Have you ever said to yourself, I just don't have the time or questioned what the heck you're working quite so hard for? It's a common complaint that I hear a lot and it's true, life can be full. Work commitments, kids to look after, aging parents, household to manage, plus all the things that you do just for you. There's a lot to do and it's no wonder that our to-do lists are never done and our schedules are packed to the brim. In this episode, we explore three reasons why it's important to stop the hustle culture and how to sustainably achieve those soul-aligned goals instead. Welcome to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes. Together, we'll be exploring how you can pursue a career and life that's meaningful and impactful, both to you and to others, and that doesn't require you to hustle and grind 24-7. I'm passionate about you getting clarity on your unique career path and to make empowered decisions on where to and what's next from a place of alignment to who you really are, beyond your corporate persona, title, or societal expectations of what you should do. Join me as we talk about all things career, intuition, soul work, feminine embodiment, womanhood, and leadership. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. And if you want to get clear on your unique gifts and soul leadership, take my free soul archetype quiz over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash quiz. A few years ago, whilst pregnant with my third child, I was getting everything prepared and ready before flying off for a Barnes family Christmas gathering in Byron Bay, Australia. Oh my gosh, how I miss being able to get on a plane and traveling. In that process, though, of winding down so that I could be completely offline for a couple of weeks, I was running around with my to-do list, trying to get everything checked off the list. I was also in that first trimester haze with my third child, which meant that morning sickness was a daily occurrence and could throw me off my game despite my best intentions and plans for the day. It got to a point where I stopped myself to ask, do I really have to do all of this? While journaling one morning, it hit me. The way I was running my coaching business wasn't sustainable, especially if I was going to have three kids. Without realizing it, the power of the subconscious, I'd unintentionally recreated the constant hustle and grind culture that I was used to in my investment banking culture corporate job before I left. Whilst there's certainly a time and a place to work more and go harder, doing this pace on a long-term consistent basis without breaks and switching off just isn't sustainable. Look around, you might be experiencing this. This is why so many people are stressed and burnt out. Staying on this constant hustle and grind pace is actually detrimental to not just your work, but the quality of your life too. If you're struggling with this and you're feeling like you're close to burnout or you are burning out, I feel you. The problem isn't you. Nothing has gone wrong here. The problem is the hustle culture we live in. And for some of us, this permeates as a conscious or subconscious expectation that we put on ourselves to do it all. 
And I speak more about this in episode two, where I share the number one killer to doing work that you love. And this hustle culture is one of those pillars of the perfect woman imperative. So if you're wondering, what does that mean? Make sure you go and check out that episode. If you feel like you want to do things differently and work in smarter, more sustainable ways and do the things that actually matter, then that's what we're going to dive into today. Because I want to support you to get your life back on track to do the things that really matter. We're going to dive into the three gifts of giving up hustle culture so that you can make sure that you're working on what truly matters to you. At the crux of it, when we're burning out and we're realizing that our old ways of working hard, pushing our limits doesn't work, the question that we're really asking ourselves is, how do we sustainably achieve our goals instead? So let's dive into it. If I reflect back on all that's changed since those years ago when I was pregnant, this dance of coming back to working smarter rather than harder, honoring my energy, honoring my cycles, this has been a real growth edge for me. And what I share with you today is by no means to say I'm an expert or guru in this, but really to share some of the lessons learned that I've seen for myself, but equally for my clients in this deconditioning of the narrative that we always have to be on and we always have to be doing. And the core question to ask yourself if you find yourself up to your eyeballs with so much to do is to ask, do I really have to do all of this? Everyone will have a different moment that gets them to stop and question if how they're working and the choices they're making are really right for them. And especially now during the time of the pandemic, I feel like all of us are asking and reassessing whether we're really working towards what really matters. So maybe you might find that you ask yourself this question because you're cramming to get things done before you take a holiday, or if you're fortunate enough to do so in your part of the world to go on vacation. Maybe you're reaching burnout and you physically just cannot keep going. For others, I've seen that they actually fall ill. And they realize, my gosh, I can't do anything anymore. My body just won't do it. For others, it can look like having to take care of others, whether that be a baby, a partner, or aging parents and physically having less time, or something else entirely that gets you to stop and question, do I really have to do all this? Whatever is happening for you right now in your life, as hard and as frustrating as it may be, there's gold, there's gifts here for you to explore. And I'm going to share with you my personal top three gifts that have come from deconditioning from this hustle culture and instead honoring a slower cyclical pace. And my intention in sharing these three gifts is to give your mind the opportunity to relax into this possibility of working instead so that you can come to your to-do list and your week ahead knowing that actually what you're doing matters and that it's actually contributing to what it is that you say that you want. So gift number one, when you slow down, you start to hear your intuition, which allows you to course correct more easily. This was the biggest gift for me. So going back to that trip I mentioned to Byron Bay with my family, slowing down allowed me to pivot and get way more aligned in my business and the direction that it was heading in. It was actually this exact time where this perfect woman imperative that I speak about so much in my work became known because I could see how I was trying to be all the things to everyone and do things perfectly. 
And truth be told, before that trip, I was doing all the things and going through the motions. I'd recreated another job, aka slog for myself. Even though I loved the work that I was doing, I was showing up with that same energy. And because I was on that treadmill of doing and I wasn't slowing down to acknowledge that, I wasn't quite coaching on the things that I wanted to. And truth be told, there's no point in quitting a job, risking it all, starting something new if you're just going to show up in the same way. And I want to offer a little bit of grace here. If you find that you have made transitions in the past and you're like, what is up? Everything I try just doesn't seem to be working. I want you to know that your subconscious is very powerful. And what really drives our behavior are the beliefs, are the operating systems that run the show. And so if something is not working, I encourage you to actually slow down so that you can start to hear intuition, which is this wiser, higher voice that can speak to you and tell you, hey, this is not it. Or, hey, hang on a minute. There's a pattern here. Let's look at this pattern. And so this piece is really where you can begin to work smarter rather than harder. Let me set some context around this. Going back to that example of me and Byron and my business pre all of this, at the time, I was doing the work that I really loved. I was helping people do a number of things like start a side business, negotiate a higher salary or get that promotion or even just land their dream jobs. And whilst it was great, in my heart, what I was really craving was to help my clients find themselves and come back to who they really were before the world told them who they should be. Because the truth is, when you're living in this space of the real you, your path becomes so much clearer and subsequently things begin to fall into place. I'm not going to paint it like it's rainbows and butterflies because of course there are challenges, but there's this notion of this clean pain, this clean hard over this dirty hard. So you're actually looking at the stuff you need to look at, embracing it, looking at it, integrating it, moving on. And that's the place that I think many of us want to be in because even when the going gets tough, at least we know we're showing up for something that matters. So in that moment, when I slowed down before going to Byron, my intuition told me to open up to spirituality and to go deeper with my toolkit. And I was guided, take this course, study this modality, be a student here. I didn't know it at the time. And it was a very, very confusing time because I was being called to all sorts of wacky things. And it's no surprise that I ended up in Byron Bay for the holiday, which is a beautiful healing land with many beautiful healers. But I digress. My intuition then was guiding me to learn a soul, mind, body, heart-based tools that would later become the foundation of my work. Now, while I'm a perpetual student, slowing down and aligning to my path, that's the magic that really came from listening and stopping the hustle culture. Life is full of ups and downs, but at the heart of it, at this very core, slowing down and letting go of the hustle has allowed me to tune into where best to go next and how to call in the right support and action steps to take me there. So in a nutshell, with this gift, learning to slow down, you actually begin to discern what really matters, and you can cut away the clutter, look at where the expectations of all the things you should do, and meet all of those ugh, uncomfortable parts of like, well, if I don't do this, what does this mean about me? If I don't do another thing, oh my gosh, am I going to let down the other person? The work is really in meeting all of this to become an integrated and whole person so that you can get crystal clear on what is the life you're here to live, what's the contribution that you're here to make, and what are those soul-aligned goals that are going to support you to get there. 
So that's gift number one. When you slow down, you start to hear your intuition, which allows you to course correct more easily. And the sooner you can do this, the better. So many times I have women that come to me and they've been in their careers sometimes for 20 or 30 years. And they say, I feel like it's too late for me to do something else. And I ask them, how long have they felt this way? And they say, years, decades, but they kept the pace. They kept on being busy, hoping that being busy would change things. And yet it didn't. So take the time to slow down and course correct. All right, gift number two, the second gift of slowing down. When you become crystal clear on your priorities because you've slowed down, then it becomes really clear what you need to focus on. When you slow down and you take your time, you'll be able to look at your to-do list in different ways and realize that not everything on there has to be done right now. So taking your to-do list to one side, let me ask you this question. For where you are in your life right now, what's most important for you? When I say what's most important for you, I'm really asking, what season are you in in your life? And it might be this week, this quarter, this year, you get to choose your time horizon. But the question is, what is the most important thing for you at this time in your life? Is it a key project at work and getting that across the finishing line? Is it to cut back on work and actually have some quality time with your kids whilst they're still young? You don't get that time back. Is it actually resetting your health routine and coming back to your well-being? Or maybe figuring out how you can switch into a different career? I invite you just to take a moment now as you're listening, just to check in with yourself and ask yourself, well, what's the top priority for this season? For the overachievers listening, if you can't just choose one thing, then maximum three. All right, once you've done that, I invite you then to look at your to-do list. Look at what you've got going on for the next week and to see if all those things on your to-do list are really aligned to those priorities that you've just identified. If you're looking at your season of your life and you're looking at your to-do list and going, hang on a minute, there's a massive disconnect, you are not alone. There are four things that you can do. Number one, you can delete the stuff that doesn't matter. Delete it, scratch it off your list, don't do it. You can either delegate something Assign a task to someone who can help you with something. You can delay something. Put it off until the next season, the next priority. I'll give you an example of this. I keep saying to myself that I would love to improve my Cantonese. Maybe I should take lessons. I live in Hong Kong. My mother is Chinese and my Cantonese is at a certain level, but I would love for it to get a lot better. It's honestly not a priority right now. So that's going on the next season list. And to be honest, it's probably just going to be one of those things that I weave in to practice my Cantonese whenever the opportunity presents itself. Doesn't have to be a to-do. The other thing you can do is just do the freaking things that you say you need to do and you say that are a priority. If they're not on your planner or your scheduler, get them in there. Do them right now or schedule a time in your diary to make them happen. So for example, if your priority is to get back into a health routine for the next month, set up some good habits from here. You could delete the book club your friend asked you to join. You could delegate, ask someone to take the kids while you go to yoga on a Saturday. You could delay, just say no to those extra engagements, those social engagements, so you can get to bed earlier and eat at home. You could do something about it by scheduling time in your diary to exercise three times a week. Better yet, get an accountability partner and do it together. This health example is the easiest one to give because I find that we can all relate to wanting to kickstart our health routine. 
Getting laser focused on your priorities for the season can help you to keep your to-do list on point so that you can actually hit your goals. When a new season is coming up, just simply shift your priorities and get to those other to-dos. It really is that simple. All right, the third gift of saying goodbye to hustle culture is that you get to work smarter rather than harder and you get to have sustainability in the long run. When you start to see that slowing down has its benefits, which I'm hoping you're becoming more and more convicted in as you listen, you're able to trust that you can still move forward towards your goals, but in a way that's more nourishing, sustainable, and enjoyable. Because after all, isn't that the point? Yes, we're here to work and work towards our goals, but we're also here to enjoy life along the way. And if you want to hear more about the common myths to finding your purpose, check out episode three, where I talk about the three common myths to finding your purpose. And I dive into the difference between what your life purpose is and what your soul purpose is, because this really ties to what part of our purpose is here. And that's to enjoy life. In my explorations of how to work more sustainably, more in tune with my body, more in tune with my cycles, I've learned more about how to embrace my body. As women, if you're a woman listening to this, we have natural cycles that we work through in any given month. And biologically, our bodies aren't designed to always be in hyper go, go, go mode all the time. Learning how to honor our cycles as women is another key area that can support you to work more productively. Personally, for me, in learning about my cycle, I now, wherever possible, make the most of those times when I have more energy and feel more outward-facing, and I reap the benefits of those quieter, more reflective times, and don't make myself feel bad for not being more sociable or extroverted during those times. Learning to honor your body's limits and needs, i.e. when it's time to go and when it's time to rest, is critical to ensure that you're working in sustainable ways that don't deplete or drain you. So in closing, the three gifts of saying goodbye to hustle culture so that you can sustainably achieve goals instead is this. Gift one, when you slow down, you can start to hear your intuition and course correct along the way. The second gift, you can become crystal clear on what your priorities are and what you need to focus on. And the third gift is you can work smarter rather than harder and achieve your goals sustainably in the long run. And who doesn't want that? So as you're listening to this and as you're thinking about the next month, the next quarter, the next year, the invitation here is to give yourself permission to go slow, to give yourself permission to take a little bit of time out, to rest, rejuvenate, and really give yourself the space to feel into and think into what those priorities really are. Before you go, I would love to hear from you. Come and connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is at I am Siobhan Barnes. And let me know which of those three gifts that I share is most appealing and how are you going to apply this into your own life and career? I would absolutely love to know and to connect with you over on Instagram. And if you're desiring one-on-one support to map out your soul-aligned career by coming back to who you really are and what gifts you're here to share, I've got a number of one-on-one slots available for private one-on-one coaching. If you're interested in getting support, you can book in for a complimentary career alignment session with me and together we'll unpack what's your biggest challenge that's stopping you from stepping into your soul-aligned career and how you can get started to make it a reality. 
If you'd like to book in, you can come on over and check out the link over in the show notes, which will be over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 1414. This is our final episode in the season, and I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you. Thank you so much for all of your support, the comments, the feedback, the downloads. This experience has been absolutely incredible, and it has been such a joy to come into your earbuds every week. And so as we close out season one, I want you to remember this. You are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter. Thank you so much for listening in to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. You can download more episodes and subscribe over on iTunes. And if you've loved listening in, please come on over and leave a review. Before you go, I want you to remember this. You are here for a reason. There is no one in the world like you who can do what you do the way you do it. You have a unique soul and a unique soul archetype that you're here to express in the world. If you want to find out what yours is so that you can build on your strengths, be more of who you really are and do more of what you're here to do, come and take the free assessment over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash quiz.